Welcome to the Cultivate Legacy Podcast. Did you know that you have the potential to cultivate a life that makes an impact today and leaves a legacy into the future? God has created you for a purpose and designed you to live a life rooted in Him, flourishing through Him, and impacting because of Him in every area of your life. And maybe you believe this too, but sometimes life happens and circumstances distract you from what abundant life in Christ really looks like especially when you are raising children, managing a household, helping put food on the table, and trying not to waste the life that God has given you. If this sounds familiar, you're in the right place, friend. And wherever you are, I pray today's episode breathes fresh encouragement into you as you cultivate a life of impact and legacy right where you are today. Because you are a daughter of the King, made for a purpose and designed to reflect Him as you impact eternity. I'm your host, Shelley Tyson. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be with you today. And if you are listening to this in real time, you know that it is fall. It is hopefully weather changing, crisp, leaves falling, all the things, all the things that get me so excited. Football season. And our family actually has just also gone through a major transition. If you're listening to this in real time, we have just moved. And if you follow along on Instagram, you know that I have shared all the good, bad, and ugly parts of that transition. And the Lord has been so, so faithful. And I am excited to get back into regular podcasting and being with you every other week to talk about some of these topics of legacy and impact and what that looks like, especially in the messy middle of just life happening. And today we are going to talk about how to leave a legacy when you're covered in spit up, laundry, and toddler tantrums. I know that many of you are in the, what I call the trench of the trench. You are raising littles. You are trying to survive, hoping that someday in some season, there will be a light at the end of the tunnel and that you will one day thrive again. And I'm here to tell you that you in the messy middle of motherhood, in the messy mundane, are leaving a legacy. And we're going to talk about that today. I want to share a personal story though, before we get started so that you can understand that I relate and I have been there. There are so many stories in my, you know, myriad of portfolio of parenthood stories that I could share, but one stands out particularly in my mind of one of these moments that was particularly the messy middle of motherhood for me. It was the fall actually of 2014. I had just had our third child. She was six months old and our second and uh, first child were about four and two roughly around the time. Uh, We were in the middle of trying to settle into a new home. Uh, We were kind of in in transition in a lot of ways. Uh, There was a lot of tension and stress. And honestly, I was really just trying to figure out how to be a mother of three little girls four and under. And I will never forget the specific day. I was standing outside on our patio watching our four and two-year-old daughters take turns climbing up and down the ladder of our swing set. And because they were little, I just felt like I needed to be out there kind of supervising, obviously like helping them take turns, all the things that go along with children playing at that age. And I was also holding our third daughter, Elena, who was six months old on my hip. 
And I just remember I was standing there talking to our girls as they were playing on their swing set. And Elena continually kept doing that bending over thing that babies do when they're about at that six month age and they want to get down so badly, but they're not mobile yet. And it's usually not a safe environment for you to put them down on the floor. And certainly outside, I wasn't comfortable doing that with her where I was standing. And so I kept trying to put her back in my arms in a way that didn't just kill my arm because it was hurting so bad from her just leaning over and trying to get down. And before I knew it, I can still remember it's, it just flashes before my eyes. She just wriggled out of my arms. I honestly still thinking back on it today, have no idea how she fell out of my arms, but she did. And thankfully, praise God, she just fell on her bottom and kind of rolled over on the side of her head. And so she was completely fine. But that experience was one of those in my early motherhood journey where I realized Shelly does not have it all together. And I was far less capable than I ever thought that I was. I mean, I had had one child and then two, but there is a difference in having a hand for each child. And then all of a sudden you're going to zone defense to use a football analogy where there are not enough hands or even enough sets of eyes when you get outmanned or you have multiple children. And that day was one where God really, really brought me to a place where I said, I cannot do this without you. And this experience was really kind of the cherry on top to me coming to a place of admitting that I was incapable of doing motherhood perfectly and that I needed drastic help. And you may be listening to this and you may not be a mother yet, or maybe you will never be a mother, but motherhood just happened to be the season and the role that God took me through and teaching me to be more reliant on him for you. It may look differently, but what I hope that you get out of this podcast today, no matter what season you're in, no matter if you have children or not, is that our legacies are much more about what we leave in people versus what we leave for people. You see, I was all wrapped up in being the perfect mom, having the perfect home, having the perfect financial bank account, having the perfect everything so that my children would turn out okay. And the reality is that God is so much more focused on our ability to be a light for him so that we can leave his love and his impact in other people's lives as opposed to something tangible that we can do for other people. So I want to talk a little bit today about what does that look like? What does that really look like for us when we are in the messy middle? And I want to start with kind of our mindset and our belief patterns around this, because that is really where all of this stems from. Our beliefs affect what we say and affect how we act And that affects how our lives begin to turn. So we need to start thinking in terms of the highest calling for us is not motherhood. I'm going to say that again. Your highest calling is not motherhood. And here's here's how I know this. Do you remember the golden rule that you were taught in maybe Sunday school when you were little with like maybe the felt board stories? The golden rule, rule is love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, 
God is telling us in that scripture in Matthew that we are to love him and love people. That means our highest calling is to love him and to love people, period. And that means that motherhood is simply a vehicle by which you can do that. And if you don't have children, you have other ways that you can do that because you can love God and love people regardless of your role. And what that ends up doing is giving us so much freedom that the role doesn't have to look perfectly, that we don't have to love our children perfectly, that we don't have to give them a perfect environment to grow up in. Certainly, we want those things for them. But ultimately, at the end of the day, when we lay our heads on the pillow at night, we are to ask ourselves, do we love our people well today? Because newsflash, your children are people. You are surrounded by people all day, every day, and you have opportunities to love them well, regardless of perfection. It reminds me of a quote that I heard several years back that has just really stuck with me when it comes to this impact and legacy concept. And it's by Peter Stropel. And he says that legacy is not something that you leave for people. It is something that you leave in people. You see, people are the mission, my friend. And that's what makes motherhood important because your children, even when they are tiny and not sleeping through the night and spitting up and requiring so much from you are made in God's image. They are people made in his image. And by loving them well, you are fulfilling your main calling of loving God and loving others. And there's even more freedom here for you. There's freedom that when you make mistakes, God is there in his grace to help you be able to love more perfectly. And that has got to be one of the most comforting things about being a mother is that we do not have to be perfect. We do not have to love our people perfectly because God can help us do it by doing it through us. All you have to do is love God and love others. I think it was Mother Teresa who said, who I don't agree with on everything, but I do agree with this quote. She says, do you want to change the world? Go home and love your family. You see, that day standing on the patio, in my mind, I thought that I had to do something great and grand in motherhood to really make an impact and build a legacy. And the reality is, as a daughter of the king, I have been called to one thing, to love him and to love my people well, because people are the legacy. Here on earth, that is what we are called to focus on. I remember my pastor telling me one time, Shelly, there's only one thing that you can take into eternity with you, and that is people. And so, yes, your home matters. Yes, your work matters. Yes, your rhythms matter. Yes, your habits matter. Yes, your growth matters. Yes, all these things matter. But at the end of the day, the most important thing are who are the people that you're loving well and impacting. I've held on to these wisdom statements from Mother Teresa, from my pastor, from Peter Strobel for several years now. And newsflash, I've made lots of mistakes since that day on the patio, and maybe in another podcast, we can unpack some of those. But I have experienced so much freedom and being able to look at every single day as an opportunity to love people well. And when I don't, recognizing that God has given me new mercies every single morning to try again 
and to open my hands and ask him to help me love people well. Because the best news is, friend, it's not all up to us. If we belong to our creator, if we have accepted Jesus' sacrifice for our sins, and we have allowed him to come in and transform our lives, then we know, based on what scripture has told us, that we have been given a helper through the Holy Spirit. That we are not having to love God and love people on our own, and we do not have to love it, love them perfectly. We have been equipped for every good work, Ephesians 1 tells us, through the power of the Holy Spirit. So especially on those messy middle days, whether you're dropping your toddler on the patio, I hope you're not doing that, but if you do do something like that or something else that feels absolutely earth-shattering and reveals how incapable you are of being perfect, just remember, you have one calling. It is to love God and love people well. Your Redeemer is there always to help you pick up the pieces, to help you love others fully, and to help you leave something in people that one day will result in a legacy. I think about the picture of us being like trees as we root in Jesus, in the truth, and we grow strong trunks and large branches that stretch out and create so much shade for other people to sit under. That is what legacy looks like. And through Jesus and through the help and the power of the Holy Spirit, we have been given every single thing that we need to be able to do that. As we focus on one thing, loving God and loving people well. So until next time, friend, go home, love your people, and that is how we will change the world. Thank you for listening today. If today's episode resonated and encouraged you, would you do me a favor and leave a review? This helps me know how to serve you better in this space and helps others find this podcast too. And if you have a friend who might find this episode meaningful, please share it with them. As always, it is a joy for me to connect with you over on Instagram at cultivate underscore legacy or via my website at cultivatelegacy.org. Until next time, friend, keep digging, planting, and watering your roots in Jesus as you abide in him and produce fruit through him. I'll talk to you soon.